Hey everyone, this is Thea, and I want to welcome you to the corner of here and now, where we talk about real life, recovery, success, spirituality, and anything else that might come up right here, right now. Hold on to your seat, because we're in for a ride. Saturday evening. It's 11:21, November 21st, 7:45 p.m. This is episode 2.11, 12 of 52. 12 of 52. Here we go. I honestly did not want to get on here and do this tonight. (laughs) Seems to be the theme. There's a theme. And I got to thinking about, okay, why don't you want to do it? Why don't you want to do it? Is that, uh, what's going on there with that? And what came to my mind was, I'm kind of tired of hearing myself talk, right? (laughs) Sounds kind of funny, because I kind of like to hear myself talk sometimes. But I was, um, yeah, I was just like, what am I going to say this time? So I got to thinking, like I said, and I thought, wow, I just don't want to, I just don't want to hear myself talk anymore. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of my own voice droning on. And then I th- started thinking about how sometimes we can just get, I should say me, sometimes I can just get sick of myself. Ugh, I just get tired of myself um, and the Bettys in my head and the excuses and the whatevers, right? The I'm always ne- ne- negotiating, right? I want to talk about how things are so non-negotiable, and some things are non-negotiable. But a lot of times things I will negotiate. I've heard people in the rooms talk about how they ne- negotiated their surrender. And then they would negotiate their surrender again, and it would just go lower and lower and lower and I think that can happen in recovery. That can happen to us when we're in recovery as well. If we're not careful, we'll be negotiating with ourselves what our life is going to be like. And I know that for me, when I'm negotiating with myself, I tend to lower my standards. I don't tend to I don't tend to raise my standards. I tend to lower my standards. Uh, you know, that's not something I like to admit, but it's just, it's just the facts. The more I negotiate, and that's the point of negotiating, right? Is we want to get the price lower. We're bartering, not a barter. That's not the right term I want to use. But there's that process of, you know, oh, I'll just give you five bucks for it. You know, that type of thing. And I think that I fall into the trap of negotiating with Betty and negotiating with my life. And um, my life is non-negotiable. How I choose to live my life is non-negotiable. How I choose to take care of myself should be, should, like we were talking the other day, the shoulds must, must turn into musts. But when I'm negotiating like that, 
it gets lower and lower and then my standards get lower and lower like I said I get sick of my own bulls bullshit and there's some sort of rock bottom in there <clears throat> right and this is all clean y'all this isn't uh this isn't using and this isn't um you know 30 days clean or whatever the deal is this is you know almost 25 years clean and I'm, so there's days where I'm still playing this game and um I don't I'm not proud of it I don't I don't like to admit it but it's but it's the truth and so um I gotta write something down sorry y'all I just had a thought <clears throat> I had a thought y'all <clears throat> and so another topic we can get here for next time and so I'm sick of my own bullshit and there's this rock bottom, right? Rock bottom is when we're out of options. That's when a lot of us will say, I'm at rock bottom. Well, what is that? Well, it means I'm out of options at, at that moment. Because like we say in the rooms, there's always another bottom. Because now, guess what? I'm willing to pick up more options. I'm willing to invest in those options. I'm willing to try those options out even though I know that actually they're taking me lower and well, I haven't done that yet. Well, I haven't done that yet. But when that yet comes up, it becomes an option. And then my rock bottom gets lower. The same thing can happen clean. It can happen in my personal life, my finances, my, my relationships, family, you know, siblings, parents, whatever, uh, significant other spouse, all of it across the board. It, it can happen just because we're clean. And I know that for me, these same patterns play themselves out over and over and over and over again. And I see it so clearly, um, talking about patterns a little bit, these patterns that go off in my head, say with food, food's a great example. The pattern I use for food when I say want M&Ms is the exact same thought pattern I have when I used to want to go buy dope. Now, some of you may act out in other ways. It may be, um, you know, sexual partners. It may be gambling. It may be shopping, spending money. It may even be exercising to in a way that is unhealthy. It can it can happen in a lot of, in a lot of ways. This unhealthy behavior can show up in a lot of ways. It's not just the drugs and alcohol like we've talked about. But like I said, with this food thing and that lowering the standard, it will come more and more and more and more. And the thought pattern is exactly the same. Just take out drugs and alcohol and put in M&Ms just, just as an example. And it is, it is scary, and it is overwhelming, and I am powerless over it. Truly, truly, truly powerless over it. And I have to ask my higher power, um, you know, to step in. And it's a really interesting. It's that's interesting. It's one of my favorite sayings. As some of you know. And so. You know, the have to there, for me, there has to be some sort of awareness. Um, and I love the quote out of the big, big book, 
self-knowledge availed is nothing. We stood at the turning point. I can have all the self-knowledge in the world, but until I make the leap, make the effort, do the action, that's really when the changes happen. So sick of myself, sick of my bullshit, rock bottom, uh, that whole sick and tired of being sick and tired. Along with that comes this gift of desperation. It is a gift. No matter where we are in our life, or, or I should say in my, my life, or in my recovery, or you know, if I'm new in the program, or if I've been here for a long time, we can still get to points of desperation, and I have to see it as a gift because it makes me willing. It makes me willing to do the things I wouldn't have done prior to being sick and tired of sick and tired. I would love to sit here and say that I can, you know, do this without that or I don't have to get there today. And I know some people don't and that's, you know, that's awesome. But there's a couple areas of my life where I kind of I have to get there today for me to be willing to make the changes that I need to make. I'm going through a big uh growth thing right now I'm doing a lot of work on myself uh, through a specific I guess it's not really a program just um, a thing I'm doing and um, yeah it's getting to the some roots of some things big spiritual breakthroughs on some level about who I am and what I've been doing and why I've been doing it um, a lot of 12-step spiritual stuff interwoven into it um, and it's pretty good. It's pretty, pretty powerful stuff. Um, so, yeah, I'm kind of in this, right? I'm kind of in the thick of it right right now as I've been working on some of this other stuff. Um, so with this gift, gift of desperation comes, um, am I being honest with myself? You know, if, am I asking myself certain questions and truly being honest with myself about what the answers are? And... you know, turning that light on ourselves again, like we talked about yesterday, and willing to answer these questions. Um, three questions that come to mind just off the top of my head are, first one is, who am I? And anyone can do this. The second one is, who do I want to be? And the third one is, what am I going to do about it? How am I going to fill the gap? There's who I am today, right? There's who I want to be. I'm drawing a drawing. Who I want to be, and then there's a gap. How do I get from A to B? What's the process? What am I willing to do? Am I willing to let go of the outcome because I may not even become B? I might become C or D or X, Y, Z. I don't, I don't know. But am I willing to step out on that path? Am I willing to use my gift of desperation, the fact that I'm sick of myself? Am I willing to do that? Am I willing to go through... The effort and the resistance that's going to be put up and the, oh, Betty, poor Betty, 
you know, her outrage <laughs> about, about the process. It's really an interesting thing because there's going to be a ton of resistance along the way. And not everyone, um, everyone's on the path. Everyone's doing exactly as they should be. I truly believe that everyone's doing the very best that they can. I know that I am. With the tools that I've been given and, and the, you know, from childhood to, through today, I truly believe I'm, I'm doing the very best I know how to do. Um, but I also know that I can't surpass my level of self-worth. We can't pass the level of our own self-esteem. If my goal is higher than what my self-esteem is, I can't go any higher than my self-esteem. If I can only throw a baseball 10 feet, but the person I'm throwing it to is 20 feet away from me, I'm going to come up short every time. It's the same thing here. I can only go so far as my self-esteem. And I have to prove that I can do this stuff. Prove it to myself. And we do that by stacking those small wins. Stacking the small wins. This is all stuff we've talked about already. Isn't it weird? We've talked about a lot of this stuff already. But we can't pass the level of our own self-esteem. Hmm. Crazy. Um, I wanted to read something to you guys. It is out. Actually, I have two things I want to read. So this first thing I want to read is out of the Living Clean book on page 191. <clears throat> it says, We set goals for ourselves and move toward them a day at a time, an inch at a time, knowing that when we are doing the right things, the right things tend to happen, even if they're not what we anticipate. We have a tendency to act as if our progress doesn't count until we have arrived at our goals. Learning to keep going through setbacks or hard times allows us to continue moving forward even when things are not going our way. Wow. Just wow. And then it says over here, this is out of the basic text on page 16. It says... Today we experience a full range of feelings. Before coming into the fellowship, we either felt elated or depressed. Our negative self, or excuse me, our negative sense of self has been replaced by a positive concern for others. Answers are provided and problems are solved. It is a great gift to feel human again. What a change from the way that we used to be. We know the NA program works. The program convinced us that we needed to change ourselves instead of trying to change the people and situations around us. We discovered new opportunities. We found a sense of self-worth. We learned self-respect. This is a program for learning. By working the steps, we come to accept a higher power's will. Acceptance leads to recovery. We lose our fear of the unknown, and we are set free. Boom. All right. That's all I have for you guys tonight. Happy Saturday night. Tomorrow I do have a guest. I'm pretty excited about it. That will be revealed tomorrow. Um, the email is up and working. 
corner of here and now at gmail.com. If you have any feedback or questions or anything you'd like to say to me, please send me an email. You can reach out to me if you know how to reach me as well, or you can reach out through somebody that knows me. Um, just remember to please be loving and kind. And I will see you guys tomorrow. Peace out. All right, everyone, that's another episode of The Corner of Here and Now. Thank you for joining me. If you like what you're hearing, please share, comment, and or subscribe. Please know that the music used in this podcast is the one and only Kenny Cordray. The song is called Rojo that was generously donated by his family. Until the next time we meet on The Corner of Here and Now, remember, we're all just walking each other home. Peace out.